Cash Flow Diary Podcast, episode 471. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Cash Flow Diary Podcast, the podcast that teaches you insider tips, tactics, and strategies for creating leveraged streams of cash flow into your life. Learn from top-performing entrepreneurs, business owners, investors, and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their secrets to success. Like what you learn on this and other Cashflow Diary podcast episodes? Go to learninvestingnow.com and sign up to receive powerful tips and information that will help you succeed as an entrepreneur and investor. Now, here's your host, investor, entrepreneur, business owner, educator, speaker, author, and master facilitator of Robert Kiyosaki's Cashflow Game, Jay Massey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Diary Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Massey, and I'm glad that you are here today because here's the thing. You are here because one of the things you want to do is to grow your cash flow, which by nature means you want more of it. I don't care how much you have. You could have seven figures, eight figures, six figures, no figures. The point is, is you want some digits in the bank, and that's one of the things that you are here to learn and to do, and that's great. And we do that, obviously, by building businesses and growing portfolios and making sure that they go out there and produce cash flow in various different ways. Now, all of you guys know that we do things in the real estate, specifically short-term rental market, but not all of you are interested in real estate or specifically short-term rentals. And that's okay. I, I just wanted to put that out there. Now, here's the thing. I have with me today a gentleman who has the ability to help you understand a myriad of other ways to grow that cash flow, protect that wealth, and most importantly, he wants to make sure that your portfolio is global. I have with me none other than David Modell. He's part of PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. There's a special opportunity research team over there, and what they do is they put big brains together to come up with the opportunities, the niches, the things that you and I don't have the time to go research so that we can figure out where the opportunity lies. Now, here's what's interesting. David has been in the financial industry for decades, and I said that correctly, but he also produces a YouTube channel, and it's very popular as well, looking at the markets. And that's with an S. So we're going to go kind of all over the place today, but I think we're going to learn a lot. So make sure that you grab your pens, your pads, your iPads, your notepads, your whatever you use, so that you can mark the information that you need to learn from David Modell. David, how you doing? Oh, man, I appreciate it. You know, I have had the pleasure and honor of having you on my YouTube channel called Looking at the Markets. And now I get to repay the favor. And it's really great. I am a fan of your podcast. <laughs> Folks, if anybody's listening to this podcast, subscribe right now if you haven't done it already. Because Cash Flow Diary should be everybody's main source, not alternative source main source of information. So thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it today. I appreciate it. And those are kind words. Now, this being the first time that you're here, I have to ask you the same question that I tend to ask everyone else the first time that they're here. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I'm ready. I tend to look at today's entrepreneurs a lot like yesterday's superheroes, because I think entrepreneurs and superheroes have a ton of things in common, chief among them. 
Uh, I, I think that as an entrepreneur, occasionally I can imagine myself flying around town and, you know, maybe even wearing a cape, but using our products and services to save customers. But just like a superhero, an entrepreneur has a beginning. So, for example, if I was talking, say, Spider-Man, there was a time in, in Spidey's life before he was Spider-Man, he, he was just going to school. Taking some photos and probably trying to get some pizza money at the end of the week. And then one day something special happens to him. And he discovers, oh my goodness, I have some sort of special ability. And I get to choose whether to use it for good or evil. So, what? here's my question. Before Portfolio Wealth Global, before all the research, before decades inside the financial industry, before the the college and everything that people know you for today what we want to know is who is david modell ah wow what a great question you know you've made me feel like a superhero just by asking that thank you so much um <laughs> well i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly not a superhero but i do have something that most people don't which is an entire team of researchers to help me with my investing and trading decisions and what, what I am is I have a master's degree in education, and I used to be, believe it or not, a fifth grade teacher, 10 and 11-year-olds. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> uh, but now I help people uh, build their wealth, which I'm very proud to do. And I've had a lot of newsletters and websites approach me saying, David, you've got a popular YouTube channel with tens of thousands of followers and subscribers. Uh, so they wanted me to join with them, but I chose PortfolioWealthGlobal.com, uh, first of all, because of their free newsletter. It's over on the homepage. People can sign up for that. And uh, we've had some amazing calls over at Portfolio Wealth Global. Uh, we were the number one ranked free financial newsletter in 2017 for our cryptocurrency calls, for example. Uh, Tom Beck, the chief researcher, over at Portfolio Wealth Global, he called Ethereum at $15. Would have been nice to get in at that price, right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Litecoin at 35 Dash at 25 He called Cardano at around $0.04. Cents. Uh, so what? our newsletter is focused on uncovering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our newsletter is focused on uncovering the economy, cryptocurrencies, uh, the Armageddon that's happening in the bond markets right now. We can talk about that if you want to. How to become a better investor. Uh, Tom Beck, uh, he became a multimillionaire in 33 in the real estate markets, which I know that your audience is certainly interested in. Uh, and so I have aligned myself with uh, the foundational core values of Portfolio Wealth Global. Uh, we believe that the government is too big. People need to know what's going on behind the scenes. Central banks are doing whatever the heck they want, and it's not helping out the little guy. Uh, it's helping out the, the fat cats. And people need to know how to prepare and position themselves. And so I'm very proud to be with them, and I'm proud to be able to share that information with people today. Got it. So l let's, let's talk about something for a second, because there's a number of things in what you just said that we could go down. But I know for specifics that uh, we've never mentioned cryptocurrency uh, on the podcast before. And, and I'm sure some of our listeners may have heard of it, but maybe maybe they haven't. So uh, right. could you give us kind of a two part question here? Like, what is cryptocurrency and how on earth do you even grow a portfolio that can produce cash flow with it? 
Well, that's a great question. And I like the fact that we're starting at the beginning because not everybody knows about Bitcoin and the blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, crypto, uh, as I used to teach when I was teaching fifth grade, <laughs> uh, it means secret. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were teaching cryptocurrency to fifth graders? No, I wasn't. But as oh. I used to teach, I used to teach uh, prefixes and uh, Latin roots and things like that. Got and it. so as, as I was teaching to them, uh, crypto is a prefix meaning secret or hidden. And uh, so don't be scared, though. Don't think this is some hidden cryptocurrency, although it was ba- it's based on a grassroots movement because people were sick and tired of government and central bank interference and intervention into the fiat monetary system. Uh, just look at the U.S. dollar compared to other world currencies, uh, which lost 10 percent of its value in 2017 alone. Uh, so your precious or so-called precious dollars are worth 10% less than they were at the beginning of 2017. And uh, and now that we're halfway into 2018, it's worth even less than that. That's the destructive force of inflation uh, because we have governments around the world that just keep printing money. And so cryptocurrencies were and are a grassroots level movement in which, hey, we're going to create our own currency. And many attempts have been made in the past for people to create their own currencies. Most of them have, have failed miserably, but this one is taking off like it's nobody's business. It's big time. And I envision a time very soon when you're going to see ATMs in Walmart, when you're going to see a payment button on Amazon saying pay in Bitcoin, which is the most popular cryptocurrency, or pay in Ethereum, which is another popular one, or Ripple, or Dash, or Litecoin, or whatever it is. Interesting. There's a number of things that I, I want to dig into here, because mm-hmm. uh, this, despite my own personal interest, I, I know that there's a number of people like trying to understand some of what you're what you're talking about. Now, sure. when it comes to... Like, why is it even necessary? Like, uh, for example, like, why make another thing? I mean, investing uh, can be uh, challenging enough, but was it really necessary? It's probably a common question that you get and or people have asked, like, what is this all about and who really cares? Do I need to bother, David? Do I need to bother? I think you do. Uh, First of all, you need to, everybody needs to diversify their portfolio. If you're just long equities, meaning stocks. If you've just bought an index fund or you just handed over your money to a, yeah, you went to a bank like Bank of America or, or Wells Fargo and you're paying a money manager one, one to 2% of your portfolio's value every year, he's probably just sticking your money into stocks and bonds, something like S&P 500 type stocks or something in the Dow, the NASDAQ, that kind of thing. So it's all heavily correlated to the U.S. equities markets. And we have the second oldest, pretty soon going to be the oldest bull market ever in the history of the stock market. Uh, So if anybody thinks that the bull market is going to last and just keep going and going and you're not diversified into other assets, I'm talking about non-correlated assets, not correlated to stocks, definitely not correlated to bonds. The bond market is super toxic right now. Uh, Notice, I'm sure your sophisticated audience pays attention to the markets, they know that bonds, they went, the US 10 year 
yield, treasury yields, talking about U.S. treasuries here. The yield went up to 3% very recently, something inconceivable in the uh, zero interest rate and negative interest rate policy we've had just a few years ago. Uh, so bond rates are going to go up if people buy bonds, the value of those bonds. See, when yields go up, the value of owned bonds goes down. And so savers, retirees, near retirees, they're seeing their bond values go down and down and down. The promise of the government is not working out so great as usual. And you've got, yeah, imagine that, right? <laughs> I, imagine the U.S. government for... uh, you know, making a promise and not fulfilling it. Unbelievable, right? <laughs> I'm still and, looking uh... <laughs> for my written copy of this promise, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, and ac actually we, uh, at Portfolio Wealth Global, dot com forward slash bonds. Uh, we have a bonds report on what's going on and how to do better than investing in bonds and stocks too, uh, because retirees, savers, they're going to feel the burn as the coupon rates, the yields are going to go up and up and up uh, because the zero interest rate policy wasn't going to last forever. The the cheap uh, interest rates for for the big bank, big banks which does not benefit you and it does not benefit me, the retail trader and investor. Uh, so if you go to PortfolioWealthGlobal.com forward slash bonds, you'll get a report, an exclusive report on how you can do better and you don't have to rely on these government promises. You can invest in non-correlated assets such as cryptocurrencies, such as commodities, gold, silver, and other opportunities. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm, I got to stop you yes. right there because you've used sure. the word a couple of times, and I just want to make sure <laughs> no investor left behind. Um, yes. Is, is <laughs> the the what do you mean specifically when you say non-correlated? I, I sure. mean, again, I, I just want to make sure everybody's on the same page because to most anyone, it could, I mean, what, like, what difference does it make, Dave? I can put the money in real estate. I can put it in gold. Mm -hmm. And it feels like, what's the difference with crypto? It, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to matter. What are you trying to, I know that you're saying something very important. I just want to make sure that yep. the people hear it in your words. Absolutely. And I'm an educator and so are you. And so we're trying to clarify these things. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Think about the meltdown uh, in the equities markets and the real estate market in 2008, 2009. I think a lot of people are still trying to forget that. But uh, yes, yeah, we'll yes. think about it for I, the moment. I hate to, <laughs> hate to bring up old wounds, but uh, got to do it. To put this in perspective, uh, no matter what you owned, whatever stock you, pretty much any stock in the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ or the Dow that you owned, uh, or uh, almost any real estate holding, didn't do too well. They're all correlated, meaning they all went <laughs> and up. And an or understatement. <laughs> yes, Sorry, that yes, was funny. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm didn't being, do too well? Come on, David. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm being gentle. <laughs> uh, don't want to relive, relive the nightmare, but we have to bring it up uh, because no matter what you owned in stocks or in real estate, you did horribly. And so if you think, oh, well, I'll just own – Coca-Cola, or I'll just own Disney stock, or I'll just buy an index fund in the S&P 500. No matter what you own in blue chip stocks, if there's a stock market crash, which we haven't had in almost a decade now, and they do happen about once a decade. So I'd say we're pretty much due. Not that these things happen on schedule, but we have a very, as I mentioned, second oldest bull market, almost 
the oldest. So you have to protect yourself. If you're owning stocks, they all the ship all goes down together. Uh, if you're in real estate, which I'm not saying don't get it in real estate, but if that's all you own and we have an economic world, global economic meltdown, we learned in 2008, 2009, meltdowns are global now. Uh, it's like a virus. It spreads. We're not just going to have a, a European meltdown and everybody else is fine. We're not just going to have a U.S. meltdown and everybody else is fine. It all goes down together. Uh, so you want to have some things that are not correlated or moving in the same direction as all that stuff. So if you own some gold and silver, or if you own some carefully selected gold miners, silver miners, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ethereum, Litecoin, the popular ones, are not uh, currencies in general don't necessarily move in the same direction when there's a meltdown. So you want to have other things. Uh, I, I can even tell people what's in my personal portfolio Got or it. what's, in Tom, yeah. Or what's in Tom Beck's personal portfolio. Uh, there's, there's we something have a report. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, go, go, we, go. We ahead. have a report just real quick. Uh, portfolio wealth, forward slash portfolio. That's forward slash portfolio. And, uh, we, we have a report on how to diversify really effectively. Uh, but if you have questions for me on how to do that, or or more about crypto cryptocurrencies, we can certainly talk about that. Well, and and it's more about the strategy and and why it's necessary. Because when we're out there building our businesses, growing the cash flow, or putting, uh, doing what we're doing, we we also have to learn to protect it. And and what I hear yeah. you saying is like, hey, here's a here's a way to do so. But one of the things you've you've mentioned, you've mentioned, obviously, you don't want to have all of your eggs in the stock basket, real estate basket yes. or any one basket for that matter. What right. is your feelings on the idea of having all your eggs all tied to even one country's economy? Hello there, entrepreneur. This is Jay Massey. I know that if you've ever gone over to the site, cashflowdiary.com, you may have asked yourself, where on earth do you get a domain name from? Especially as you are beginning to build your bigger, better, better business, you need a web presence. You need the email address. You need a way for people to contact you electronically so that you can stop doing the at gmail.com game. Well, the good folks over at GoDaddy have definitely supplied us with every domain that we have ever used. So what I want you to do is I want you to go over to trygodaddy.com forward slash Cashflow Diary. Again, that's trygodaddy.com forward slash Cashflow Diary because it's a quick way for you to get set up to capture your domain name the exact way that you want it. They got easy search functions. And most importantly for you is that you'll be up and running today. As I said, once you get started, stay started. Don't let small little obstacles of how to get your own domain name going stop you. So again, go to trygodaddy.com forward slash Cashflow Diary. And let's get back to the rest of the story. Yeah, that probably not a great idea. Uh, countries, entire countries can melt down and, as I mentioned, infect other countries. So even if you didn't pick the, the nation that uh, had problems, uh, these things have a tendency to spread. And so if the U.S. has a a uh, bond market meltdown, a stock market meltdown, a real estate market meltdown. Uh, it's going to affect the rest of the world. We saw that in 2001, but in 2008, 2009, it was even more severe. So putting your eggs even into one nation's basket, it's global. The whole thing's global. 
And so when the big reset happens, and it does happen, crashes happen, no matter when you get in. And imagine being a retiree or near retiree. Imagine thinking, all right, finally I can stop working. I've been work I've been sweating, toiling at this job. I've been working at the same company for 20, 30 years. And now I finally get to just sit back and relax. And then you get in and then the big reset happens. Uh, by reset, I mean uh, a, a crash, a meltdown, where an asset class that's gone up too much finally corrects back to where it probably should have been in the first place before it went up too fast. And no one ever expects it to happen. You know that hardly anybody was thinking crash in 2007, <laughs> early 2008. Everybody hardly was anybody was thinking. Yeah, I, <laughs> and of course, every, at all. <laughs> yeah, it, well, everybody says in hindsight, we're all uh, armchair uh, Monday morning quarterbacks, right? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I, I saw it coming. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says that. But uh, if we can try to just go back in time and remember what the feeling was like back in 2007, when home prices were just uh, doubling and tripling in some cases, uh, when the, the real estate market was just overvalu overvalued. It felt so good in 2007, didn't it? It just felt great. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably it feeling pretty good right now with, with uh, prices being where they are. Uh, but that's where, you, you see, bull markets die on euphoria. Mm -hmm. And so you, you've got to find other allocations, other things to get into. Uh, and it doesn't all have to be investing. If it's just a side hustle, that's fine, whatever it is. If, if you know how to write, uh, then make an ebook and, and sell it on the internet, whatever it is. Uh, if you're good at taking photos and, and speaking of real estate, I mean, you can, you know, there, there are real estate companies that would love for you to take photos for them. <laughs> All you need is a phone. I mean, today's something. phones. Yeah. 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 Your phone is a, is a high quality camera. Now find other ways. You got to find your hustle, man. And if it's all just the equities or bond markets, man, you're going to feel the pain. So what would you, all right, the thing that's constantly on my mind as a real estate person or business person, uh, I, I'm always thinking about inflation. Maybe I shouldn't be, mm -hmm. but I do. All right. And yep. because of that, uh, I'm always trying to find ways to develop passive streams of income that are quote unquote inflation proof or, or or at least they they benefit <laughs> as more money is printed it's one of the reasons i, I again i like real estate because the more yep. money is printed uh it's there and even if money goes away i still have utility value and it's all good so what would you say in a if, if that's someone's mindset how does one choose what other than real estate and or business to 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 go pursue yeah, it's tough because seven out of 10 new businesses fail within the first five years. So yes, you can you can start your own business. That's fine. Just make sure it's you have to have something unique. Otherwise, you're competing against the big boys, against established businesses that have been around for a long time. So if you have a talent, I mentioned going around taking pictures, mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, or, or selling Whatever it is on on eBay or uh, wherever uh, Amazon, you can build your own store on Amazon. Something that was inconceivable not that long ago, just a few years ago, you can actually make a business out of selling something, and it has to be something that you love, whatever you're interested in. Uh, 
Uh, don't do it just because you heard that it's hot. Uh, whatever it is, whatever home business you can make, whatever you can build or whatever service you can provide in your home, it's so much easier. And keep the production cost low. Keep the startup cost as low as possible while you're building your business. Whatever your talent is, you can you can write, like I mentioned, an ebook about just about anything. And the ebooks that sell the most, that do the best, they're usually short. People don't want to read something that's 300 pages nowadays. <laughs> yeah. uh, that that e removes even if the you put, e part yeah, of the book, in my yes, opinion. Yes, yes, even if you put a lot of pictures in there, people just don't want that. They something they want something short and sweet. And the ones that sell the most tend to be how to make money doing blank. And so you're making money telling other people how they can make money. <laughs> That's a, it's a really simple way to do it. And by the way, if you're not Ernest Hemingway, if you're not the best writer, yes, I, I used to teach uh, English comp at the college level. I'm sorry. High school. I, I yeah, apologize I right now. Next to history, my worst subject was English. So Don't worry. I, I'm not grading you on your spelling. Today, That's I good. All right, good. So there you, you can relax on that one. But you don't have to be the best writer in the world. This is ebooks, folks. Okay. You don't have to go through a traditional publisher. It has to be readable, but it doesn't have to be perfect. I've seen some really amazingly sell book ebooks that sell amazingly well. Uh, and yet the writing quality isn't perfect. It broke my heart as a former English comp teacher, but <laughs> you know what? The information was there and people are benefiting from them and you're benefiting. So everybody's benefiting. You've got to find ways to make money. And if you don't want to do all that, you don't want to start, start your own side hustle. Your hustle can be buying the dip on really, uh, you got to be selective. If you're going to go into the markets uh, I have a tendency to select things that uh, asset classes that have been beaten up for no good reason just because of a temporary panic. Mm -hmm. That's a way to get in. Uh, we, we've got a report, Portfolio Wealth Global dot com forward slash my picks, M Y P I C K S, forward slash my picks. We've got Tom Beck, that, that's the chief researcher at Portfolio Wealth Global. Uh, he's picked his four best companies right now. It's actually in his portfolio. He puts his money where his mouth is. And uh, he's found those undervalued uh, asset classes and uh, picks. Uh, he likes certain miners in the gold and silver markets because, again, we're talking uncorrelated and gold and silver don't mm -hmm. tend to crash with the rest of the markets and other asset classes. And so you got to find those things that are beaten up and you look at why they've been beaten up by the markets because the market there's something called sector rotation. The market beats up for no good reason on a particular stock or on a particular group of stocks. It's almost collusion. You know, I don't want to be all conspiracy theory on you here, Jay Mass. <laughs> but they do it. They have a tendency right. to all get together and beat up on Apple this week for no good reason. And then the next week they love Apple. Isn't that something? And I'm so loving Apple right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but you got to get you don't get in at the top. You don't get in when everybody loves Apple. You get in when everybody's beaten up on it for no good reason. Oh, so they they sold instead of a gazillion uh instead of selling a gazillion devices th this quarter, you find out they sold a little bit less than a gazillion. Oh no, we all hate Apple now. Oh, th this is the beginning of the end. Right. That's when you get in. That's when you get in. And then when the market comes back to their senses a week later or a few weeks later, and you're already in, 
guess where the price goes now? It comes back up because people come to their senses. You got to get in when people are not all bullish. They're not all enthusiastic. You got to have that contrarian attitude. That's what makes you wealthy over time. So when it comes down to it, uh, at the end of the day, there's a lot to pay attention to. And yeah. <laughs> it can feel overwhelming. I mean, I, I'm, we're running the business. We, we've got our customers to, to deal with. Or maybe there's a real estate portfolio that we're already managing. How on earth can we pay attention long enough to actually do some of these things that you're talking about? Sure. Great question. Not everybody has a team of researchers on their side like I do. Right. So it, it's okay to either uh, – you yes, you can do this yourself. You can spend a, a few hours uh, every week doing the research, doing your own due diligence because – yeah, I look, I am not a licensed or registered investment advisor. Everything I'm telling people today is not to be construed as investment advice. You have to be your own researcher, do your own due diligence. But if you avail yourself of the best researcher, like what we provide at the newsletter at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com, which people can sign up for right on the homepage, if people can get that research, wherever you get it from, uh, you, first of all, I recommend sifting out the facts and the opinions. If you go on s some news aggregator like Google Finance or Yahoo Finance, Bloomberg, MarketWatch, whatever, whatever it is, where they put all the latest news reports – I put news I'm, – I'm doing quote fingers right now when I say news reports <laughs> and people cannot see that because it's a podcast. But you have to sift out the facts from the opinions. A lot of the opinion pieces you're going to see out there today are really uh, – they look like factual pieces, but they're just opinions. And so whenever you see something that looks like uh, an infomercial, <laughs> whenever you see something that uh, is uh, – it looks like factual, but you're wondering whether it's really opinion. It's probably an opinion piece. It's probably not based on research. It's probably a paid promotional piece. So watch out. When you go on Google Finance, Yahoo Finance, watch out. Go for the factual pieces. Make sure it really is. If it's from Reuters, if it's from the AP, which is the Associated Press, it's probably okay. If it's from, and not to pick on uh, The Motley Fool or, or someplace <laughs> like that, it's probably, but that's one of those places where there are a lot of opinion pieces. And I suspect that there's a lot of promotion, quote unquote, going on. There's probably, you know, maybe some people have been uh, compensated along the way to promote certain things. I'm not saying Motley Fool does this. <laughs> I, I don't want them coming after me, but... Mm. You got to be careful what you're going after. All right. You got to watch for the infomercials. Only go for the facts. Only go for what has been really thoroughly researched because guess what? It's your money. Nobody's going to care about your money as much as you do. And if you go out there and you follow an opinion piece and they steer you wrong and you lose a lot of money, do you think they're going to compensate you? <laughs> no, not normally. No. Uh, they're going to say, hey, hey, you know, it was just my opinion. Uh, good luck to you. I uh, hope you didn't uh, hope you didn't take my advice. Well, you know what? People do take their advice. And a lot of times they don't do so well. A lot of times they're better off just sticking their money in an index fund, which I don't recommend, by the way. But 
they're better off actually doing that than following these uh, so-called analyst or opinion pieces. And they're definitely better off than giving their money over to a money manager over at Bank of America, Wells Fargo, City, wherever, and just trusting their money with somebody who does not have their best interests in mind. Those guys are interested in selling whatever mutual fund that their boss is pushing that week. They're like a used car salesman. Oh, we've got too many of this. Push those. Let's get rid of those. Or whatever annuity they're trying to push, whatever it is. Uh, or they're going to put you in, into the bond markets. It's, it's just terrible. Be your own advocate. Do your own due diligence. Get the best research. You'll be better off. Trust me on that one. So uh, as we continue here, well, here's what I know. I, I know that... There's a number of people who have listened this far and just realizing that you guys are a wealth of information. Uh, mm -hmm. What's going to be the, the best way for them to find out more about what you guys have going on and, and, and just pretty much track you down? Uh, great question. Uh, they can go to PortfolioWealthGlobal.com and get those get, – get, first of all, get on the newsletter list. And we, we just keep putting out the information that – you're not going to get in the mainstream media. You're not going to find it in the traditional media, your CNBC, your MSNBCs, all those out there. They're not interested in helping you. They're interested in getting views, selling ad space. Uh, that's what they're all about. And they're also a lagging indicator, by the way, the traditional mainstream media. Mm. Uh, they'll be all euphoric about an asset class after it went up 50%. <laughs> Well, again, you're getting in at the top. Uh, at Portfolio Wealth Global, we'll tell you about sectors that have been beaten up for no reason or that are under the radar that people have not discovered yet. We're not a lagging indicator. And uh, I've mentioned a bunch of reports, but we're actually, we actually have a page where all of our best reports are on one page. It's pretty cool. It's PortfolioWealthGlobal.com forward slash money, M-O-N-E-Y, forward slash money. Get all those reports on one page. Pick and choose the ones that you like or get them all. Why not? Uh, because you want to have that research. If it's not us, yes, again, you could do this yourself. You can spend a couple hours every day if you have that kind of time and you know where to look, filtering through all the news aggregators and <laughs> trying to find those under the radar stocks and cryptocurrencies. Or you can let us do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. We're glad to do it. So check it out. Totally understood. Now, uh, as we wind down here, I I've got a question for you because I'm curious to hear your answer. Um, mm -hmm. Let's pretend for a moment that someone listening is standing on what I like to call the precipice of decision. You know, they Ooh. say, Ooh, I I'm going to become that entrepreneur. I'm going to actually do what David's talking about right now. I'm going to make this thing happen. But yet, you know, like I know that when we reach these moments of decision, there's often a companion right there with us. That companion mm -hmm. tends to come in the form of a voice and it often reminds us of things and says things like, you know, who who are you? Do you honestly think, I mean, really, crypto, you don't know enough about any of that stuff. And for some people, they're related to that voice. So my question to you is as follows. Let's pretend that this time, David, they're actually going to follow through. And not only are they going to follow through, they're going to do so in the next 24 to 48 hours. Mm. What would you suggest that they do? A lot of times those voices and sometimes they come from people who are well-intentioned and uh, it might be your coworker at the water cooler at work uh, telling you, oh man, you, you know, check out this hot stock. Okay. It might be your cousin. 
telling you to get into this industry, this asset class. It might be a family member who really cares about you. Ask yourself, do those people have access to the best research? Are they in the business of finance? Are they professionals? Uh, Have they spent hours and weeks and months doing their due diligence, learning all about these asset classes? Do they know what they're talking about? Should you really put your money on something that somebody has recommended, even even if they're well-intentioned, that they really don't know that much about? It's your money. You really have to protect it. Uh, Warren Buffett very famously said, uh, rule number one in investing is don't lose money. Rule number two, see rule number one. So (laughs) uh, even more important than making money is not doing something dumb where you lose all your money. And that's why I've talked about diversifying into multiple asset, uncorrelated asset classes, so you don't lose all your money. That's why I've talked about doing your research and don't just believe what's out there in the mainstream media and those news aggregators out there. Or just hand over your money to a money manager who's going to charge you hefty fees just to underperform what you could do on your own with if, if you avail yourself of the best research. So you don't have to listen to those voices out there because they're not going to protect your wealth like you can do it. And you can do it. Just be careful. Follow rule number one from Warren Buffett and rule number two, which is rule number one. And you should be all right. You can get better yield than what the, what the government is promising. You can get better yield than what the uh, big banks are promising and the money managers are promising. You can do better. You can. Awesome. I definitely uh, appreciate you taking the time uh, to share your knowledge, your wisdom, as well as your insight here with us today at The Cashflow Diary. Absolutely. And subscribe to The Cashflow Diary. Do it. Do it. You won't regret it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time for you to move at the speed of instruction. What does that mean? Well, that clearly means get over to Portfolio Wealth Man- uh, PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. Why? Because you've heard there's a lot to learn. But there's also a lot to do. And if you want to focus on the doing, let them do the research so that you can get to the doing of making it happen. At the end of the day, you are the one that's in control. You are the one who has the responsibility to make it happen. And, well, you're the only one who cares enough to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun talking to you guys today. I look forward to talking to you soon. Until next time.